Welcome to episode 34 of Gears and Beers, the live portion of the Life Short Live Free podcast, where we talk about gear we love, gear we hate, gun industry news, and usually about 19 other random topics that we have come across. On the agenda tonight, we're going to be talking about being your own first responder, Biden saying some shocker dumb shit. We're going <laughs> to answer some uh, questions from you guys, and uh, we've got an interesting don't carry that shit that a lot of you have actually come across before. We have two items for the cool gear under $50. And our panel tonight is made up of uh, returning with us is Mr. Johnson there down on the bottom. We have Sam, the owner of Shyworks, and I am your host, Box. This show is sponsored by Shyworks, Iowa's preferred Cerakote applicator and ballistic imagery, photography, and videography. Sam, how about you tell us what you've been doing over at Shyworks? Well, today I did a um, Mandalorian Star Wars uh, theme. A uh, guy wanted his, uh, he built an 80 percenter and he wanted it all done up in a, the Boba Fett Star Wars type theme. Um, and actually I did a, um, this is the first time I did this, but I did a, a Beskar magazine with it. So Generally, something I, I open my mouth and I say, hey, I can do this, but I usually have no idea how the hell to do it. And then I just got to figure it out. So I spent a good amount of time uh, doing that today. It turned out really well. But that's kind of what I specialize in. If you guys got ideas for something, if you want something awesome done, I love designing it, um, making it how you want it and um, turn it in, turn it into a project um, that's yours and that you can be proud of. So that's what we do here at Shyworks. Um, so check us out at shyworks.com. You can, there's all sorts of stuff. You can buy laser mags on there, back plates, uh, mag bases, patches. You can, uh, you can get 10% off your total order in your cart with uh, coupon code LSLF10. So check that out. Absolutely. We are also sponsored by Ballistic Imagery. Photography, videography, and wall art for those of us that love freedom. Take your business to the next level by giving it the look it deserves. Then we can provide you with product photos for your website, lifestyle shots for an advertisement, content for your social media, or wall art to spruce up your shop, or even filming a full-blown commercial. Whatever ideas you might have for your business, if it involves a camera, I'm your guy. Or if you're just a regular dude or dudette looking to hang something like this print here on your walls, Check out ballisticimagery.com and use code Gears and Beers for 10% off your order. Also, be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Okay. Um. Ooh, on to our our what we're we're giving away shit tonight, guys. What we're gonna do? We're gonna do something a little different for our for our giveaway. How we're we're gonna give away a patch to anyone that goes and comments. On the ATF proposed rules, either the firearm redefinition proposal or the brace proposal. You go and comment on either one of those tonight, or both. We would prefer both. Send us a screenshot of, of you doing that, or after you've done that, in the comments here. And we'll send you a patch. And that's all we have. Send, send, us, send us a screenshot of you doing that. <laughs> Not, not I mean, and, that. Uh, yeah, and uh, and if you're of the uh, of the opposite sex, you can send us a, a screenshot of you doing whatever you like. <laughs> Johnson, you could you uh, go find the links for those and put them in the 
comments? Absolutely. Please, I'll, I would try, but I'll get confused and fuck something all up. Uh, Mike, how's it going, man? Mike Tharp, good to see you. Are you saying Ola or Hala? I'm going to go with Hala. Hala. He seems like a <laughs> Hala kind of dude. <laughs> so, yeah, make sure you go and comment on those. And then uh, how, how are you going to... How are you going to verify the commented box? Do you just got to trust them or what are you doing there? No, they're going to have oh, you they're said gonna send us a screenshot in the comments there. Yeah. Or okay, you, I you guess there's a, you, you do get a, a tracking number too and a confirmation number, I think, but I don't know how to actually use those tracking numbers <laughs> to well, find the comment. But if you can't, if you can't post a screenshot, just post your comment number, like your, uh, your tracking number or whatever it is as well. Yeah. Any Josh, way what's that, up, man? Any way that you can find to verify that you actually left a comment, we'll probably take it. Unless it's like written on a napkin or something. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I submitted a comment mm-hmm. <laughs> written on a napkin. Okay, super. Okay. Well, we're done with that part of the show now, I guess. So how about we move on and jump right into that article that you shared with us, Sam, that about being your own first responder. Yeah, let me uh, let me pull this up here. Um, but the thing, uh, the why I shared this on on the gears and beers, is the thing that really struck me about it is people think people seem to think that law enforcement is there is there to prevent you from getting murdered, and that's a hundred percent not the case. Um, and this, that San, San Jose uh, rail yard shooting that just occurred uh, May 26th uh, here, just just le- less than a month ago. Before you move on, um, can I mention it's been ruled by the Supreme Court that law enforcement has no duty to actually protect you. 100% does. Yep, that's that's very true. Um, so anyway, the San Jose rail yard shooting that happened just less than a month ago, it was 250 yards I'll just keep that in your mind. 250 yards from the Santa Clara County Sheriff's Office. Um, 911 call went in. And within a minute, the officers were dispatched. Um, and after it was just a, a few minutes, and although I, I don't know, this article doesn't say how many were killed. I want to say nine or ten. If do you guys do you guys remember? I don't. I just read that article too, and I forgot. Yeah. It doesn't say. There. It doesn't say here in the article, um, but either way, he's 250 yards from the sheriff's office. You would think that the, I mean, a response time, but that's not how this, that's not how this works. If you put in a call, they're not going to be there, even if they're 250 yards for several minutes and several minutes is an absolute lifetime when somebody is, when there's a situation like this, when somebody's hunting people down and trying to kill them. So the, the, the fact of the matter is you are your own first responder and whether you can, whether, I mean, granted, usually the best option is just to get the hell out of there. Um, but if you can, if, if, if you're stuck, you know, and you have to fight, you're better off to fight with your own firearm than just whatever the hell you can find on the ground. Um, so I think that's just a, a very, a, a lesson that needs to be you know, really, really advertise, really people need to get that. It doesn't matter how close the cops are. The cop, the cops cannot protect you. I mean, that's just, that's just how it is. 
There's nothing that they can do. Generally, they are there to solve the crime rather than prevent it or save your life. So, um, yeah, I don't know. What did you guys what did you guys take from that shooting? I'm just confused why it took them so long to get there. If they're within running distance. Well, I would bet there wasn't a whole lot of people at the station. I don't think there was either. I think it was on a, you know, either a, 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 like it was, what time was it? Uh, It was 6.30 a.m. The first 911 call came in at 6.34. Authorities located the shooter at 6.43. So less than nine minutes from the time the first 911 call came in less than nine minutes to the time that they were called to the time that they actually found the shooter. And he was dead from a self-inflicted gunshot wound, but nine minutes, that's a fucking eternity. Like, what are you going to do if you don't have a gun and you're trapped, you know? I mean, but isn't that kind of the average response time for, uh, any- no, no, that's actually pretty, pretty quick. I think the average response time is even higher than that. I think, I think it's, it's like, like 15, 15 minutes, 15. I want to say 15 minutes, something like that. So, um, but even, you know, hell, when we have a when we have a, a, a call, um, a, a fire fire call, no matter how I'm busting ass running as fast as I can, moving as fast as I can, I can only go so fast and we can only get there so quick, you know, and that's the same way with with uh, the police. You know, they can only they can only get there so quick and depending on where they are in the territory. So yeah. moral moral of the story is your your uh, protection your safety is up to you. It is certainly not up to the government and not up to police. So this is a hundred percent unver unverifiable thing that I just came across. Just the first or second result in a Google search here. It says the average school shooting lasts twelve and a half minutes, while the average police response time is eighteen minutes. I would agree with that. Um, I, I would definitely agree with that. I mean, they're not going to respond to schools any faster than they can respond to anywhere else. I mean, usually, you know, they're going as fast as they can, getting there as quick as they can. So think of like in larger cities, too, though, like to try and a house you've never been to. Right. Forty blocks away. So you're driving 40 blocks as fast as you possibly can, trying not to get in an accident. Right. Yep. And then trying to find a particular house you know, say something's happening in the backyard or in the house where it's not just apparent when you pull up to the scene. You may have not, not know that house. So you're trying to look for house numbers or, you know, it's like all yep. that shit slows you down. <clears throat> and yeah. like you said, there can't be a, there can't be a police station or a, a fire station on every corner, you know, so it can be fast They're, you know, they're not always right there, right in your neighborhood. So, yep. Yeah, the time is it, it's going to take time for people to get to you. And the other thing that I found interesting out of that article was the dude didn't use an AR. He didn't have no. he didn't have a freaking scariest he didn't have a scary assault weapon. He he used I believe it was pistols if I if I remember correctly. Um. And yet they're still calling for gun control. And guess what kind of gun control they're calling for? Assault weapons bans. That just mm-hmm. goes to show you that they they don't give a fuck what kind of weapon is used. They're going to do their best to ban every freaking thing they can. So, yeah. 
and, and and also of note that one of the deadliest school one of the dead well actually might be the deadliest school shooting ever and it used to be one of the deadliest shoot mass shootings in u.s history was at virginia tech and that guy used freaking two pistols as well mm-hmm. it doesn't freaking matter the it, it doesn't matter if they got an assault weapon or a, or pistols it's just it's it bad you know you know yep. so you know it just goes to show you you know why they're not using ARs? It's because they're so much harder to use and harder to aim. Just, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just ask Big Joe. Absolutely. Unless, you. unless you put one of these stabilizing braces on, that makes them shorter and easier to yeah. maneuver. Everyone knows the smaller the weapon, the easier it is to run. Mm-hmm. 100%. <laughs> what a gomer. Uh, well, is that a good segue, in, or do we want to have more to say about this? I thought that's I thought that what you was doing was segueing. No, usually you like to, usually <laughs> you like to ramble on about some things for a while, so and totally ruin a good segue. <laughs> I didn't ruin this segue. Box did. <laughs> I ruined 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 my own segue. Jeez. Well, does anyone have actually like the quote? That he said, I have a, I have several, quite a bit of notes here written down about what he had said. Uh, which, which uh, quote exactly? I don't know if there is, or there's just a breakdown of what the bill or rules or whatever the hell it was is the uh, plan. I need to edit this pinned comment because I can only pin one comment, so I need to have both links in the same comment. No box. I do not know the exact. Uh, Tell me, tell me what you know, though. Tell me what you. Well, I, <laughs> I only have like what we're gonna just talking points later because I expected you to do it. So, um, are we talking? What exactly are we talking about, though? Biden. Biden saying and talking about uh, turning in people, your friends and family that you that you perceive as potentially radicalized. Um. Yeah. So, and this was this was several days ago here, um, but basically, um, I mean that's exactly what he's saying. It, it, he's basically saying, um, if you if you think that they might be radicalized, um, turn them in. And the the, <laughs> the problem with this is it just it just boggles my mind. Like this this line of thinking here. Um, because they're, what they are saying is radicalized or they, they might be potentially radicalized is the way of thinking that, um, ant- if you're anti-government, that's you're radicalized. Or if you're exactly like us three right here, Hey, the government needs to stay the hell out of my business. What's mine is mine. My rights are mine. You know, if you're pro second amendment, if you're, if you're, pro uh, citizens rights they're saying that that's radicalized and that the, there's some you know all of a sudden you're you're scary and you need to be dealt with and that's the I mean we're bordering here on if you look back look back at the freaking Nazis in the 40s man and I hate to I hate to make this comparison because for the last four years, that's all we've heard. Trump's a Nazi and all this shit. But actually look back and what were they doing? Hey, if you if you see one of these Jews, you turn them in. And that's the scary thing is, though, he's, he's weaponizing citizens against other citizens 
and he's trying to, to turn us on each other. And it's just, it's, it's baffling to me how anybody is, is buying any of this shit. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, I could, I could stammer on about this and it, it just, I don't even know what to, I don't even know what else to say about it. It's freaking. Yeah. And it's, it's doesn't seem to be like, to me, it doesn't seem like he's, you know, anybody who's actually radical, all they really care about is anybody who disagrees with you, anybody who's slightly right or far right. If you don't completely align with everything that we say, you need to, you need to turn this person well, in. And that's how it's, that's how it's going to be perceived. You guys have seen it and everyone here mm-hmm. has seen it. They're turning, they're calling what was a middle of the road people of 10 years ago. Those are the, of the extremists now. Mm-hmm. And it's, they're just like, Oh, you're just getting more and more extreme. Well, it's not, and it's, it's not, ridiculous. and it's not just the anti-government stuff. They also had to throw in, racism they're it, they're targeting those who quote espouse racial or ethnic bigotry and hatred and anti-government or anti-authority sentiment that's you know who that's, they call and who they call fucking racist conservatives white fucking everyone. conservatives every single person you know who they call anti-government anybody who thinks that the government is overreaching us and yeah, so I mean, the rise of political extremism, white supremacy, domestic terrorism that we must confront and defeat. Um, he says that white supremacy is the most lethal threat to our homeland today. Really? Okay. Um, that's, oh my God. I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't even know where to begin with this. It's, it's absolutely baffling to me um well it's, is, it's not so baffling to other people because they think it's so clear that we're all white supremacists right. but they don't understand our side of it where no we're just normal people and we want to be just fucking, leave us we alone. just want to be left alone we don't want the government yep. running our ship they're like no white supremacists if you're not with us you're against us yeah yeah and, and the other thing is this this so-called white supremacy anymore is hey all lives matter let's not judge people by their skin color are you fucking racist what yeah. the hell who says that you know and if you don't if you're a white person and you and you don't say i hate myself for being white right then you're a fucking racist essentially right fucking and so ridiculous. i think the most i think the scariest thing about this though is anti-government and he's saying that anybody that's anti-government, nope, mm-hmm. we can't be having that. Turn those in. So are you telling me that I, if I don't like the government, I think that if the government is getting too big, that you're going to come and take me and throw me in a freaking, you know, in Guantanamo? Lie. It's, uh, and, the, and today, actually, uh, Biden came out um, with some more executive, so-called executive orders. Were they executive orders or executive actions? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't. Because there didn't. is a difference. Right. Uh, but basically, it was a bunch of more. It was a bunch more nonsense. Um, basically, he was targeting. Um, uh, he's one of the things was he's targeting FFLs. Um, but he also says 
that um, the government, if we want to take off on the government, we need F-15s and nukes F-15s to take on the government. Nukes. That's so, all. That's the go-to argument for people that think nobody should have guns. You're not going to be able to take on the government anyways because they have tanks and planes and nukes. Yeah, well, right. it says that, isn't there, Sam, weren't you telling me there's something that says you can't, the military can't use yes. forces against its own citizens on its own? On area. American soil, yeah. The, the American military cannot operate on, uh, you know, American soil against American citizens. That's just, I can't remember what the, what the clause is that prevents that. I'm going to look. Um, but so he's saying, but get this, get the, get the irony of this. Now, Biden is saying that in order to take on the government, you need F-15s and nukes. But if I recall January 6th, when according to Biden and everybody on the left, we almost lost the government. The government was almost overthrown by a dude in Vikings helmet and underwear mm-hmm. and a bunch of unarmed pissed off dudes. So which is it? Was it were we almost was it almost a coup? Were they almost overthrown with no weapons whatsoever? Or do we need nukes and M16s to to take them on? But that's not the freaking point. That's not why I want my arms. That's not why I refuse to give up my guns. That has nothing to do with it. And they can't they can't understand that. Um and it to me it's shocking that we have a president, the the po- most powerful man in the world right now, well whoever's running him is. He doesn't understand the need for the Second Amendment. He doesn't understand how the Constitution works. Just the other day, he came out and said that, oh, yeah, we yield our rights to the government. No, no, Joe. Mm-hmm. No, we don't. I don't yield shit to you. And frankly, nope. the government or the Constitution makes it clear that I don't have to. That's the, the that's the extent of what the Constitution says. Yeah. But we have a we have a dude in power that literally doesn't understand that. And it's, he doesn't understand. He doesn't understand much. He doesn't understand what. Uh, you you froze again in the middle of your sentence. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, going back to the the white supremacy thing. I th- there was one thing I wanted to mention. I thought it was funny that they were saying this aims to create conditions of public safety and ensure people can express their political views as is appropriate in a democracy. Does that sound like... (laughs) No. (laughs) They're they're completely condescending themselves. Yeah, contradicting themselves. Yeah, that's the brain fart. Yeah, they're... Yeah. Um, If you agree with this side, you need to be able to say it proudly. If you disagree, you need to shut the fuck up. And be put in jail. <laughs> well, and the other side of it is they're saying white supremacy is such a huge pro- huge problem. But then they're literally promoting every single other race. Are you proud to be black? Are you proud to be Asian, Hispanic, whatever you are? That's fantastic. And they're promoting that everywhere. Mm-hmm. But if a, if a white person has the audacity to say, hey, I kind of like being white. Oh, my good God, you're a fucking... Oh, you're just a racist, horrible person. You go to prison right now, you know? And it's like, I'm not proud to be anything. I'm just leave me alone and let me be me. That's all. That's all I'm asking from you here. (laughs) 
Uh, yep. Pretty ridiculous. Another thing, um, another thing that they're doing too, which is not a shocker, is they're part- partnering with tech companies to identify and combat te- domestic terrorism content online. Great. So we're going to give even more fucking censoring power to big tech. Yeah. Facebook and awesome because that's what we need. They're doing yeah, such a phenomenal job. All that shit job. needs to disappear. They can't stop uh, kitty porn, but yep, they're going to shut that down. Right. Um, so the I did some looking and the Posse Comitatus, Comitatus Act. I don't know. Pussy yep, commas? That's what it is. Yep. That's... Um, and the Insurrection, Insurrection Act of 1807 define and limit the power of the federal government to use military troops to enforce the law or federal domestic policy within the borders of the United States. Yep. That's exactly oh. what I was what I was thinking about. Um, has to be uh, the Posse Comitatus Act prohibits the use of forces of any of the branches to enforce federal, state, or local laws anywhere on American soil unless authorized to do so by the Constitution or an act of Congress. Does not prevent the state National Guard from, uh, from assisting uh, law enforcement within their home state or an adjacent state. Interesting. Um, the last thing, the last thing I'll say is a Biden. Also, one of the things that he did was so put together a so-called strike force, basically to oh, yeah. um, to go after FFLs like myself. Um, and he says there's going to be a zero zero compromise, or you get no, you know, one strike, and we're gonna we're gonna take your FFL from you. But it was things like transferring guns without a background check or transferring guns to a person that's not uh, that can't legally have them or doing all sorts of this other shit that nobody is doing. Nobody. That's what an FFL does is they go, you know what? I'm just going to keep this off the books and yeah, Yeah, nobody just make those guns disappear. Yeah. Nobody's doing that. And there's no, like what FFL would, would do that. So he's, he's, Oh yeah, we're doing something. We're really, we're really doing something. We're helping gun violence. No, you are doing absolutely nothing. That's the same as the, the I think it's a guys hundred percent. Cause I think the strike forces that they want to use for something else, they're just saying that's what it's for for now. When in reality, they're just, basically trying to hire more people to enforce shit that they plan on passing in the future. Yep. Yeah. I'd agree with that. It's definitely a guys. They're not, they're not doing anything. They're not stopping crime. They're not, it's the same as this pistol brace, uh, pistol brace ban. They're Mm -hmm. literally, you think they're going to prevent even one crime with that? No, not a single fucking one, but Biden can say, look what I did, mom, you know, congratulations. You didn't do a jack shit, but infringe on Americans rights. Mm -hmm. But, Whatever. I suppose we've been bitching about Biden long enough. Um, did you guys see there was an email that came through here just a few minutes ago from uh, Firearms Policy Coalition about uh, Waco Wacko? Yeah, I did see that. Um, about his his statement on African-American uh, ATF agents. I did. Um, 
had a had a rather uh, a bigoted comment or a racially <clears throat> rather racist comment that someone had reported that he said, and that should really. I don't know if that'll affect his his votes or not, but no, it's I mean, it's it's horrible what he said. He basically called black people stupid. Yeah. Um, oh, you mean like, like Joe Biden did? Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But it so, doesn't matter. They'll ignore it. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty incredible. Yeah. OK, yep. well, this is probably a good time to once again mention Guys, go comment on the on these ATF rule proposals. Um, this the the brace one, that one just came out like two weeks ago, I think. We've got one hundred one thousand comments right now. It, that's on the federal register. It says there's one hundred one thousand, but on regulations.gov, where you actually make the comments, they say twenty two thousand. And well, on, so, how does that work? Uh, <laughs> You you write them on regulations.gov, and then once they're approved, it says the, the ones on Federal Register refers to the total number of comments received as reported by regulations.gov, and the comments may not be available to read until the agency has approved them. Also, sure. I thought this was curious. They may choose to redact or withhold certain submissions. Yep, so technically they could just delete a shitload of them and there's nothing we could do about it. Yep. So if, well, we've still got so on that one we've still got 77 days left, I believe. That one ends on September 8th, guys. So get your yep. ass over there, write some comments on that one and also on the uh identification of firearms. That one ends in 57 days and that one has 30,000 fewer comments. So yeah, uh, we really is, need to get that one hammered that one, on too. That one's more important. And that one is far less publicized. Um, I think as Sam called it, it's a far less sexy issue. Um, everybody loves pistol braces, so that's a kind of a hot topic. But um, these frame and receiver definitions are far, far more important. Um, I mean, you should obviously be making comments on both, but the the definition of a framer, receiver, and identification of firearms, that is a far, far more important thing than yep. the pistol braces. Yeah, if you want to have a background check for every piece that you buy um, on a weapon, don't comment on that. But if you don't, go and get your ass done and, and comment on that. We're giving away free patches, guys. If you comment, yeah, we didn't you even, make I a guess comment. We, we didn't even show them. Look at these fucking things. It's backwards, but it says defund the ATF and their metal patches. They got Velcro on the back. Very satisfying Velcro. Yeah, we're They're giving nice. those away if you make a comment tonight. All you got to do is go on over there and make a comment and either leave a screenshot or your tracking number that they give you right after you comment in the comments. And then we'll freaking we'll give you a free patch. That's what free uh, shit, guys. That's what a, a $20, $25 value. Uh, uh, $12.99, I believe, for those patches. Oh, I thought you were selling them. I thought you were selling them for more than that. No, we're, I, we're I, paying you 13 bucks to write a comment, guys, to preserve your own liberties. <laughs> yep. Get your ass over there and comment, boys. 
free shit. That's what's sad is there's all kinds of people giving free shit away for comments. Is there? I why haven't are, seen any. Why do why do we have to be enticing people to do this? This should be just a given. Because people are lazy, Johnson. Yeah. It's true. That's valid. That is all there is to it, and they want somebody else to do their dirty work for them. Okay. Box. Let's move on, eh? What do we want to move on to? We've got some questions from uh, viewers. Do we want to go on to that? Or we've got don't carry that shit or your cool gear, Sam. Uh, let's let's get to a few questions quick. I guess I didn't write down who wrote the questions. That was stupid. Uh, I think I can remember that. Um, our first question was from Mike. He asked us, does it hurt a magazine to be loaded for long periods of time? No, it does not. No. That is not true. That has been debunked, Mike. Um, springs wear out from cycles, not being compressed for long periods of time. You may see a little bit of a loss of length after they've been compressed for so long, but they're still going to function just fine. It's not going to be an mm -hmm. issue. There's been people, it's been documented many times, people finding loaded mags from World War II and just recently now taking them out and firing them, and they work just fine. So Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So don't worry about leaving your mags loaded. Of course, I've left all mag my mags loaded for how long now? Yep. My MMP is constantly loaded, and that runs... Smoother and shit. Can't worry about that. Anyone else have anything to say about that? No. Yeah, that? Like Box said, just, you know, um, repetitive use is how a spring wears out. So the only way you got to worry about your mag springs wearing out is you're shooting too much, which isn't really a thing. So. <laughs> that's not a that's not a bad thing. Also, I guess there <laughs> there is... Uh, heat. The option it's there, if if they're true. if they're not temp, if they're cheap fucking springs, if they're not tempered correctly, tempered, yeah. they might go to shit. But that's because they're cheap fucking springs. If you, not because if you that's buy how a quality magazine, yeah. If you buy a quality magazine, you don't have to worry about that. Yep. Also, uh, someone I think it was Ethan. He said he wants to know how y'all started in your businesses and some history would be cool. Sam, you can start on that i guess um well basically how shyworks was started was uh back in 2016 i started uh on uh, making an 80 percent receiver and i needed a way to finish it so i was started looking in the options i ran across cerakote um i started doing that for myself oh, my light just died it's hot in here started doing that for myself and fun fact i have not yet finished the 80 percent receiver <laughs> It was the reason that I got into a Cerakote for. Um, and at the time, I was working at the body shop here in town, and the boss was getting ready to retire, and I'd worked there for seven and a half years, and the plan was always that I was I was just going to buy the place when he retired. Um, and it got closer and closer to that point, and I you know, didn't really want to go that route anymore. It just didn't appeal to me. Um, so I took a chance and I dove out on my own, uh, doing Cerakote back in, uh, three and a half years now. Um, so that kind of just kind of took on a life of its own. I started doing my own stuff and then and customer stuff and friends stuff. And, um, the, I had a, I did a bush light gun and that's really what blew up my business. I always say 
I need a sign above the the door that says the house that Bush built um, because that's that's what really blew up. Um, and then Box was working with me actually. He was making holsters and stuff and wallets for me as well that I was I was selling. And um, we were using a phrase. I don't even know how the phrase came into existence. Life short, live free. And that was always something that I'd put, you know, in the, in, the, in pictures and stuff like that. Just a phrase that I used. And then I was in, um, well, somebody actually came down and looked at that Bush light gun and did some content for it. Uh, you betcha guy, he came down and did that. And I was on his podcast. Um, and that's what really got me interested in podcasting. So then we started the Life Short Live Free podcast. And uh, pretty much uh, the, the rest is history after that. So that's how kind of my business and life short, live free. That's, that's kind of how all that all started. So that's kind of how Johnson got in on this whole life short, live free thing too, huh? But you guys had the, I wasn't there for the, you betcha shoot. I believe that I was out at Johnson's place though. That's how you got into this, isn't it? Johnson? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. That was a, that was a good time. We had a freaking riot out there, man. Yeah, that was a lot of fun that day. Heck yeah. Like a riot riot? Like you were burning houses down and shit or burning oh, businesses? Yeah. or? Oh, yeah. We started Johnson's <laughs> Barn on fire. It was, it was freaking crazy. That sounds like a great time. Heck yeah. Uh, myself, I kind of followed in the same footsteps as Sam. I did body work for 10 years as well, and I find myself wanted, found myself getting wanting to get out of it. And one Christmas, we did this gift exchange thing just with our immediate family, with my brothers and parents and sister. So I had the idea to make a holster for my other brother, Pete. And it was just a god-awful holster. I think he still has it, actually. So I bought all the stuff to make a Kydex holster for him, and I gave him that holster for that exchange. And we talked about it and decided that I would start manufacturing holsters and selling them under the Shyworks name and then we started got into kydex wallets and stuff like that and mag carriers and in doing so we also needed to push our product out on social media and stuff so i needed to take photos of that stuff at the time i was just taking pictures with a tablet of mine i didn't even have i wasn't my phone wasn't good enough to take pictures and i didn't own a camera so I was using a tablet and taking pictures underneath like a counter with a fucking with a lights wrapped in sheets as as lights. And I eventually found myself enjoying the photography more than I enjoyed the making the holsters. So I said, I'm done with holster making. I'm gonna pursue this photography thing. So I did that. I quit holster making and I uh, started doing photography more as a hobby thing after that and uh, it was a year or so after i had quit making holsters that i reached a breaking point at my job and i decided that i was just done and i was going to go out on my own and try to make a living doing photography and uh two weeks after i made that decision i was unemployed and i was officially self-employed i guess at that point that was a year and 11, go 11 days ago now that I started ballistic imagery as a business. Shoo. It's been a hell of a ride. That's weird. I've learned a, 
fuck ton in this in this year. Like looking back yeah. at where I was a year ago, I'm like, wow, I was really yeah. I was really bad. I shouldn't have been <laughs> doing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, your pictures your pictures have definitely freaking improved over uh, over the last year, but definitely over the last like if you look back at the, some of the first pictures you did for me, you know, years ago, they've definitely came a long freaking way. Yeah, I'm at a I'm at a point now where I actually kind of feel like I like I know what I'm doing. It's, it's a good feeling. Of course, <laughs> I kind of felt like I knew what I was doing back then, also. But I'm improving. <laughs> yeah, knowing what you're doing when you own a business is generally a plus. I don't know. A lot of entrepreneurs would say that they're getting by by not knowing what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> Well, I mean, to a certain extent, yeah. Like I, I did as far as business. Like I didn't have any fucking clue what I was doing. You know, when I first started, I I didn't have any formal business training. I didn't. I never took business classes in school. Which, what the hell, man? Like, why is that not a requirement for high school for college? I didn't take anything like that, so I didn't have a clue what I was doing. Um, so you just make it up as you go along. Ooh, I need to, I need to do this. I need to get a sales tax permit and all these other permits you got to have and all this nonsense and it files taxes and all this shit. Like they don't tell you none of that stuff. Um, so you just fake it till you make it, I guess is the, it's good, good advice, but horrible advice at the same time. But Got to I mean, learn things the hard way sometimes, man. Yeah. If they would have requ required business in high school, I for sure would have failed. I would not have graduated <laughs> high school. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. I was not a good, not good at school. Was not my strong suit. I. That's all we have for questions that I have written down. Anyways, I, I might have missed one, but that's all I have written down. So I suppose we can move on from there. And that's all I got to say about that. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> Okay, where am I at here? We're going to move on to our next segment called... Don't carry that shit! Who's this bigger? Oh. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Not mine, I'm out. <laughs> We're on... I'm out too. Don't carry that shit this week i'm sure a lot of you have seen this one this is from a company called ideal conceal ideal conceal it's kind of an oxymoron actually <laughs> <laughs> it's the cell phone than, it's the cell phone gun less than ideal <laughs> yes exactly i mean if concealing is the purpose then sure yeah it's great at that but what this this mm -hmm. gun is if you haven't seen it it's a gun, uh, well, it comes in 380, and I believe they're offering it in 9mm also. But it's a double-barreled pistol in the form of, like, a, a cell phone. And mm -hmm. it's got, the grip is what covers the trigger. And when you want to fire it, you slide down that cover, and that becomes the grip. So your grip is essentially just two pieces of sheet metal. And it's the most uncomfortable-looking fucking thing that... I've ever seen in my life. And you get two two shots. Obviously there's the the barrels are stacked one on top of the other. And that's it. And the and the sights are the tiniest fucking things that you could ever see. You can imagine being on the, the side of a cell phone. 
so I don't I just don't understand what this purpose is. First look, you're like, ooh, yeah, you really could kiss, conceal that pretty well. So the the I guess their thought behind it and what I remember reading or seeing was um I guess their thought process was that if you had a pocket gun, like a, a Derringer or something, you could still tell that it was a pistol in your pocket. But if you had that in your pocket, it just looked like a cell phone. Yeah. Um, so the print would be less or more inconspicuous, I guess. Um, if you if you put it in your pocket and you were printing through your pocket, it would be more inconspicuous. But Which... to me, it's like just carry something normal in an inconspicuous place. Yeah. Carry appendix and nobody knows shit. Yeah, that that sort of makes sense to me. I kind of get that. That oh, I don't why people would think that anyways. I don't. Yeah, that's not something I would choose. I can understand why people that don't know any better would think that. But I hate these kind of products because they they market them towards people with little to zero knowledge or training about this stuff. But things like this require you to have some kind of knowledge, and you need to train with them for it to be even kind of effective or used safely. I mean, to load it, you flip it the uh, the front half of the. I don't even know how to describe this fucking thing. It'd be it, it would be the the barrel. Bottom. It would be the barrel, I guess. You flip that up so the middle. The chamber flips up towards the front of the gun. You stick two in there, and then you set it back down. And I was watching videos on these. Every single time someone loaded it, they moved their hand down in front of the barrel after they were done loading it. That right there, you're muzzling yourself every single time. Mm -hmm. Not to mention, it's so much slower than anything else that you could possibly use. Like, even if a regular... I'm not a fan of pocket carry, but throw a gun in a fucking pocket that's way quicker even that uh what was that uh bullshit holster that i had on here a couple weeks ago oh christ for the 380 with the holes <laughs> the, oh the shoot through holster <laughs> oh johnson froze again what'd you say johnson gotta, gotta have a hole for your finger you know so you don't get slowed down by pulling that trigger yep yep and also this thing weighs about the same as a Glock 43 or a Sig 365 or a Shield, etc. All your subcompacts weighs the same, but you only get two shots out of it. It's slow to shoot. It's inaccurate to shoot. It's only, and this is another thing, it's only meant for up close, like real close combat situations. If it's meant for that, why would you want something so slow and terrible and awkward to hold in a close combat situation. What, cal what caliber is it? It comes in 380 or 9. Yeah. 9 is on pre-order right now. And you guys... There's also the problem, which, which could be pretty easily avoidable by training. But, like I said before, the people that buy this stuff aren't going to be trained, and they're not going to be knowledgeable. It could be pretty easily mixed up. You could forget which pocket your phone is in if you have a phone and your gun in your right pocket and your phone in your left one you're going to be like 
grabbing for your left pocket and then realize, oh, fuck. That's my that's cell phone. <laughs> I'm fucked. Because you're probably um, going to have your, your phone. I'm almost going to guarantee you'd put your phone in your in your strong strong side pocket because that's what you're going to always be pulling your phone out with, checking 8,000 times a fucking day. Uh, so, actually, mine is in my left pocket. Also, your these are not cheap. No, that was the other <clears> thing. <throat> I do not understand this. The 380 is $600. And the nine millimeter on pre-order is seven ninety-five. Yeah. Or you can get it. Or with you can the get the flag Cerakote. Yeah. The flag Cerakote, the 380, 720, and the nine millimeter is nine hundred and fifteen. Like that is a smoking good deal right there. Astronomical. So the I'm looking at their website, and their website hurts my brain <laughs> so they're they got it like a banner and then they've got two video links right under that right so mm -hmm. demolition ranch did a video on this right so that video is up there what's the other video tfb tv shooting while i'm drunk <laughs> right? i shoot a gun when i'm drunk <laughs> they don't even talk about the gun in that video i didn't watch the whole thing but they don't even talk about it is that a good Video to put on the front page of your gun manufacturing website. And, the, and are and, you fucking kidding me? And the best thing Demolition Ranch had to say about it was, "It's interesting" or something. Yeah, <laughs> like I, it, everything I else was it like looks negative. like a cell phone in my pocket. <laughs> yeah, it's like these are the two most popular people who did a video on our garbage. Let's put those on our homepage. Did we watch them? Nope. Don't matter. They're popular. Um, what is an instance what's a situation that you would want to use this in none that my, we will ever find ourselves in my question is what instance would you want this instead of your normal concealed carry yeah where would what? you ever use this in place like oh, I can't take my concealed carry here or with this outfit or you know like any of those situations, there is nothing that I can think of that I would be like, "Yep, that makes sense." How and does it compare I sideways? Six hundred bucks on it. How does it compare sideways to like a Glock forty three? It unfolded. It's probably about the same as a forty three. I'm gonna guess it's the size the size of your phone, Sam. Mm hmm. Hmm. But Big it's also it's thicker. Do you have your forty three on you, Sam? No, I don't. No, I do mine's not. My pickup. Um, mine's right behind me, but yeah, I, I'm just trying to think. You know me. I hate to. I hate to condemn stuff. You know, too soon. But I'm just trying yeah, to sure think of a innovative. use. Well, it kind of is. Kind of is. It's not. I'm trying to think of a. I'm trying to think of a use for it. So is it? Is it a? How does this work? One pull of the trigger. Yes. Gets both of them. No. Or it's just two. one at a time. When, 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 when you when you pull the trigger the first time, the striker goes forward on the bottom barrel, and that moves out of out of the way of something, and something slides down, and that's what activates, makes it possible for the firing pin on the top mm -hmm. to fire. Okay. Huh. Does that work if the gun is inverted? I bet it's. I'm assuming it's probably there's under a string, string there. Spring tension, I'm sure. Right, and let's just let this dowel flop around. In here. I'm just saying. 
Well, it's also um, similar to like the life card. Um, yeah. That's but that's twenty two or twenty two mag. Yeah. And I think that's actually a lot smaller. It I think is. that's, that's more a credit of a credit card, card size. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, could you guys see a could you guys see a use for that as opposed to no. this? No. no, there's no realistic application for. Oh people yeah, like let us. me. Th- that makes it even better. Let me put it in my wallet in my pocket, so I well, got to do two fucking things out. No, it doesn't really go in your wallet. It's just a just a more. Still, of a I mean, thing. it's it's just it's dumb to me. There's... Just carry a normal pistol in an appendix carrier, you know. Just have a normal concealed carry pistol, and you'll be way better off. The uh, that yeah, you're probably right. There's zero realistic applications for regular citizens. There may be some kind of outlandish fucking situation for James Bond motherfuckers or something like that. But there's zero realistic yeah. application for actual concealed carry. And it, oh, there was another thing that I had written down here on their website. It says. Safely carry in your purse. Why do you need it to look like a fucking cell phone if it's in your purse? And why exactly. would you only want two shots out of the slowest goddamn thing that you can get to? Yep. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, Stupid. I can't. Def- I guess I can't defend this. I guess you know. So. Stupid. Sam wants so hard to be like, I don't. I don't hate it. It's kind of cool. He likes to play devil's advocate with us, but he knows he can't with this one. It's stupid. Oh, <laughs> well, I, I, I like. I like to like innovation, but yeah, this one, I, I just don't see. I, no. If somebody wants to use it, I guess have at it. But There's you're probably no- wrong. There is no point where anybody can tell me that that is a better fit to a situation than a normal concealed carry gun. Like a normal concealed carry setup, like an appendix carry setup. There's no situation where that wins. Not a one. Well, there might be a situation. You can't say there's no situation. There might be a situation where that would be the better option. You can't say there's no such thing, but you're, Dude, you're right. Ninety nine point nine percent of the time, it's it's not the better choice. I'm I, willing. I I'm willing to bet zero people that are untrained will ever use this in a self defense situation. Yep. No, you're probably right. I know. <laughs> you're probably right. Are we boring you, Sam? You're yawning. Uh, I'm it's, aware that I'm right. <laughs> it's it's been a long day. Well, okay, do we need to move on then? Since you're I so bored with the cell I phone ain't bored. I'm just, I'm ain't bored. It's just been a long day. The you, freaking look, you look bored. Insurance adjuster was here at 8 a.m. this morning, and you boys oh, know I, gen- I generally don't see Gosh. 8 a.m. Gee whiz. <laughs> you should have been to bed at 4 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know. Well, I suppose we can move on to the final segment. The cool gear under $50. Don says, evening, guys. Sorry I got here late. You're just in time for the final segment, Don. Yeah, uh, cool gear under $50. This is shit that I like to carry, stuff that I I use uh, myself. I'm sure I'll run across a few that I I don't personally use, um, but most of the stuff I'm going to personally vouch for, um, stuff that I enjoy. Um, And... I, I'm of the firm belief that a man in 2021 
should always carry at least two things. One of those things is a knife. I mean, what kind of man are you if you ain't carrying a knife? Yep. Number two is a flashlight. I mean, you got to have a flashlight. I've been carrying a flashlight for years and years and years. And the best right one. There. Yep. And that's exact, exactly the one I'm going to talk about, Johnson. The best one that I have found that I have found is the most uh, just the best all around flashlight for my uses. And I use it. I use it daily in the shop. I used it in the auto body industry um, and I use it out and about when I'm uh, out doing my business all the time. This is the Streamlight Stylus Pro. And this thing, I believe, is only about 70 lumens, I think. That's an but I, old fucking one, too. Yeah, they don't even make those. They don't uh, even make those anymore. No, I think they're up to 100, 125 or something now. Okay. Are. I think mine was 200. Yeah, well, maybe. You, Box, you got the, the USB version. You got the fancy-ass version. I, I used to. I lost it, yeah. That's like 200 lumens. But mm -hmm. I've found that this, I mean, this is more than enough light for even when I'm like walking outside and I hear something, it's super handy and it, it casts a long way. It, it illuminates what I need and it's, it fits in my pocket, pocket perfect. It's just barely bigger um, than a, a self or excuse me, a, a pen. So it slides in my pocket perfect. This particular one uses two triple uh, A's. Um, mm -hmm. I, I just use rechargeables. I got Amazon rechargeables. I got always fresh ones in there as soon as it dies, but they also offer a USB style one that I just mentioned. And so you can just move. There's a, there's a thing here that slides back. You plug your USB deal into it, charges it overnight. Uh, you're good to go. That one is slightly more. The USB one is about 40. I'm seeing, I'm looking here on Amazon. It's about 47, 48 bucks. Mm -hmm. um, so still under 50, this particular one usually goes for around 25 ballpark. And I don't even know how old this son of a bitch is. Um, this one is, I've had it for years and years and years. And I've actually, there was one, I had a black one that I lost one time. And then I found it like months later in the yard. I've been walking all over it and it was in the snow and shit sucker fired right back up. So they're super durable. Um, this is something that I will put the Sam Shire name on because this is this is well the very excellent flashlight. Uh, and like I said, if you're if you're a man, you need a knife and you need a good light. And your cell phone light does not freaking cut it. Don't so. let me forget. I did skip a question about lights. So when we're done with this segment, we can come back to that question. Okay. Okay. I did actually upgrade on you, Sam. Um, I went with the Streamlight. I don't know if you guys can read that. It won't focus with my oh. face. But uh, ProTac 2A. I went with a Streamlight ProTac 2A. It's a little bigger body than mm -hmm. the Stylus Pro, um, but it is 250 lumen. Um, so it's got a, and it's the 10 tap programmable cap. Oh. What the fuck oh. is going on with this shit tonight? I don't know. It's kind of strange. You still there, know. Johnson? No, you're, yeah, back. You're, you're back. You're back. You're back. Um, but yeah, this one's 250 lumens. It's got the 10 tap programmable button. Um, so it's got high strobe and low, um, and you can program the button to be whatever you want. Um, these are actually pretty cheap. Um, this one is only 35. Um, if you find it like on Amazon and stuff, they're only like 35 bucks. Um, everybody's got double A's. 
you know, it takes two double A's, um, but it is a little bit brighter. Um, like I said, 250 lumens. Um, I wanted something a little brighter because I'm not just in the house. I'm doing chores at night and stuff, and I want a little longer throw. I want a little brighter. So that's why I went with this. Um, it does chew through the batteries a little faster than than the stylus. <laughs> Damn it. Every time he, he talks. He normally, he doesn't do this to him. I don't know what's uh, going on. You're back now, Johnson. I don't know what I don't know why my shit's acting up tonight, but yeah, it it does chew through the batteries a little faster. But um, with going out and doing chores and stuff, I I appreciate the higher output. So I did I did upgrade to a little higher higher output light. You can probably get those with different <laughs> batteries too, can't you? I thought you could get um, them with rechargeables or you like can, a USB or something like that. You can and and Streamlight their ProTac line. They make so many different lights with so many different battery options and so many different lumen levels. There's really a light for every application. Anything you want, they've got a light for it. Yeah, and I do. I actually, I have another stream light um, that is similar to that one. It's a fatter one. It's it's probably only, I would say, probably only this long. Um, but it takes CR one twenty threes. It's a it's mm -hmm. like four or five hundred lumens. So when I'm out and about, if I'm concealed carrying out and about, a lot of times I'll throw that in my pocket um, just to, you know, have a little bit more light. It's small, still concealable. And the CR123s, uh, they do great. Um, so I'm pretty happy with that one as well. So Streamlight, I find to be an all around uh, value as far as the, I mean, good price and good quality. Um it's not overly priced like a lot of those. I'm not a fan of like Surefire and stuff. Not that I have any issues with them, but they're just kind of the the go-to, you know, it's a cool name and shit. I ain't into that stuff. Oh, I just, uh, so I'm pretty happy with this one. Um, my second product tonight, I have two tonight for cool gear under 50. This is the Shield Arm, the Shield Arms S15 magazine. Um, and I'm sure if, if you're in a concealed carry, you have heard about this. This is for the Glock 43X. This converts your little paltry 10 round gun into a 15 round gun. I hundred percent, absolutely unequivocally recommend this. Um, there's just no reason for you not to be using it anymore. And frankly, I'm not quite sure why Glock doesn't offer something themselves. Maybe they, they don't. They figure they don't need to because uh, that's covered with the aftermarket. I don't know. Um, but this is a great little unit. Um, and it's it's metal instead of polymer and metal like the Glock mags are. So it can be much thinner. That way they can, they can shove a lot more, uh, obviously five more bullets in the same exact space. It's the same exact size that your Glock 43 magazine is. So this is well worth the cost. And actually they just come out with a, with a gen two. Um, and there's a, it's pretty much the same thing. Basically uh, the, the main differences are it, it is now ambidextrous, uh, a little bit smaller mag catch windows. Um, they improve the geometry a little bit. And then the base plate is slightly different as well. And then there's some, uh, there's some some grabs you probably i'm sure you can't see it but there's some grabs on there so if your mag does happen to get caught you can get in there and, and grab it off these go for uh 39.99 actually um 
you can order them on back order and they generally ship out. It says like, I think uh, 10 business days to ship or that's for in-stock orders. The, 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 let's see, I guess I don't. Oh, uh, it's it. like four to six weeks, I think. Okay. Okay. Um, so definitely worth it. Shield arms is a pretty quality, uh, legit company, but I will, I will tell you as highly as I recommend these, I will say, do not just slam a bunch of ammo in here and slam it in your gun and go out and freaking carry it something defending your life go out and make sure put rounds through this thing and make sure that it's cycling and make sure that it is cycling with your carry ammo and not just your practice ammo because there is a difference between full metal jacket and hollow point and how they cycle sometimes so make sure that you are testing it out before you are trusting your life with it that is another that is the um, only thing i'll say another thing of note with those um they do recommend uh, Shield Arms does recommend that you replace your magazine, your mag release button and mag yep. catch with an aluminum one. They do offer those on their website. I think they're like 30 bucks or somewhere around that 30 to $40 mark. Um, but because it is a steel magazine, um, it will chew away the factory polymer mag catch and mag release um, after a while. So um, just, I think for safety's sake and, you know, on longevity, they do recommend you replace that with a aluminum uh, mag catch. So, yep, absolutely. Um, I do see there's if you go to Shield Arms websites, they got a lot of cool shit. I seen they just came out the other day with a with a folding uh, a billet actually folding lower, um, and that's more companies are starting to offer these now, so you don't have to worry about the law tactical folder. Which how much does that some bitch cost? That's like a couple hundred bucks, isn't it, Johnson? Do you know the law um, tactical folder? I I would have to look. I th I want to say they're right around two hundred. I thought they were like one hundred and seventy. Well, Could you be. can. Okay, either way, they're they're fairly expensive. You can buy mm -hmm. a, a billet lower, and this is kind of the going price for everybody offering these for three hundred bucks with the side folder integrated into it. Um, just kind of a cool thing that I that I I seen they started offering the other day, and I I might grab one of these just to throw them on my on my my rifle oh. just just uh, to, just to have them. Law folder Gen three, two hundred and sixty five dollars. I knew that that I knew they were absurd. Yep. If you or you can just get the whole freaking lower. It's already integrated in there for three hundred bucks. Um, Shield Arms offers these. New Frontier Armory, I believe, does. Um, there's several others, quite a few others that, that are offering this type of thing as well. So um, anyways, uh, go, yeah, Shield Arm website, check them out. They got all sorts of cool shit. So. I might uh, actually, I'm really thinking next I might do a little BRN 180. You know, uh, I would love to have one of those. I would love to. Um, kind of where I'm thinking. How, what, what have you heard on the reliability and stuff of those? I haven't heard anything. Which I feel is a good thing. Yeah, I did. No hear, news is good news. I haven't right. heard any catastrophic failures. Right. I did <laughs> hear that there was, and, and this is just through the grapevine, so don't take this. Mm -hmm. But I did hear that there were kind of like a, a little bit finicky. Um, yeah. So I'd love to have one, but if I was going to use something like that, it's going to be like a, you know, my home defense or truck gun, because that's gun, the gun that's going to be with me if it's easily, you know, smaller. And I, and I just have a hard time doing something that ain't seriously proven. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, also of note, I'm, I'm really excited about the freaking Jackal. If that's ever going to fucking come out. 
Jackal. PSA. Jackal. Jackal. It's never Jackal. coming out. It's a Jackal. Jackal. Well, they, I've seen they're, they're starting to ship out those uh, daggers. There's gonna there's some reviews on them, so people are starting to get them. Yeah, PSA actually, daggers. Well, remember they that was a few months ago, wasn't it? That was like four or five months ago, wasn't it, Johnson? Maybe it's longer than that. Yeah, they, they did a pre-order on them. And then yeah. as soon as they were sold out, they're like, oh, there's a problem. You're we're not gonna we can't ship these out. Well shit. Yeah. I feel like I've been talking a long time. You guys talk now. <laughs> <laughs> no, keep going. No, you're doing great. I certainly can. I'm getting real good at talking a lot. I don't know. I I don't know. I've been looking more and more at these BRN 180s lately. And I don't know. I just, I, I kind of like them. I kind of like some of like the eight and a half to 10 and a half inch versions that I've been seeing in 300 blackout. And I don't know. I've been thinking, I've, you know, I, I never thought I'd say this, but I've been thinking about selling one of my guns and building a different one. I'm like, out. Time the fuck out. You come. <clears throat> Are you towed now? What, what what what's going on here? Why would you sell a gun? So I don't know. I know it sounds dumb. And I was just I never shoot my 300 blackout air pistol that I have. Yeah. And I, I think it's just I never buy 300 blackout ammo because it's two dollars around right now. But Damn it, Johnson. It was one of the first ones that I built. So, I don't know. I'll trade you a Glock 43 for it. Nope. A Glock 43 and a Taurus. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I got an eight and a half inch 300 blackout that I think I, I honestly, I should probably just go through it and kind of rebuild it. And it'd probably be all right, but I still kind of want to be around 180 and 300 blackout or a 10 and a half inch 556. Five, I don't know. I just uh, want something. I just want something folding and cool. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. And that's why I love those two pistols. I got the freaking AK, obviously, and uh, my my little uh, Grand Power Strybog. I freaking love those <laughs> things. Um, uh, it's the Sig Brace that looks like there's one. The sig brace that looks like what, Johnson? What was that? He's still frozen. Give him a what give was him that? time. There the, he goes. The sig brace that like the skeleton skeletonized like sig brace or stock, like their folding brace. They got one that's like skeletonized that looks really cool. That skeletonized. Yeah. Like not not the one that's on my Strybog. No. Um, no, it's like one of their MPX braces or something. Hmm. Um, Mike, Michael Korth. Um, I see you're talking about a Daytona active shooter. There's, there's nothing on AR15s.com's general discussion yet, so I assume it's not a serious situation. I'm not going to worry about it. Well, if it's not on this website, it ain't real. No, I tell you what, it's been a long time. Like I, I used to, I used to hang out on uh, AR15.com quite a bit in the general discussion, because when there's something going on, like if there's an active shooter, there was like it was in they, I mean they're on it. They're posting live links, updates. 
there's like it, it's it's absolutely freaking incredible so I, I i don't see anything updating on um any active shooter going on so i'm i'm, I'm thinking it must not be a too much of a situation i haven't been on here in a long freaking time though oh this is the one i'm thinking of the sig sour minimalist plus folding stock for the mcx and mpx that's the one i want minimalist plus brace yep, yep. well no it's a stock oh brace. yeah yeah sure <laughs> whatever well, they, you want to call it it's definitely a stock but i want that one they make it they make it in a brace version too for I at least at one. least at least the next six months or, or two three months i guess two three i don't months, whatever i don't want the i don't want the brace version i want the stock version don's got a question for you he says why would you sell one in 300 after saying you don't shoot it any ammo expensive only to build another one you won't shoot in the same caliber because it looks cooler <laughs> than the one that i have do people underrate the aesthetics of look at having a cool looking gun in your safe? That's worth something. Mm. Well, you could have two cool looking guns. Or you could I have know. one, you could have one fairly okay looking gun and then another really cool looking gun. Yeah. No, I agree. I've never no, one to I've never sold I've never sold a gun yet. I've might. lost a lot, but I've never sold one. Sell one of your eight hundred fucking animals. <laughs> No, uh, I Johnson, my, the rule that you're supposed to live by is sell your body before your guns. So, well, uh, so far it, I've held to that. I have get, never sold a gun yet. Get, <laughs> but uh, okay, I, I guess I won't. I won't go on. I won't push on that. <laughs> I haven't sold my body yet either. If that's no. what you're asking, that's that. That was. Yes. <laughs> that's what I was insinuating. Well, no, I don't know. I, I, I just like, I think I like the whole, maybe that's why I want a SIG MPXK so bad. I just like the foldy stock on the back looks cool and they make cool looking stuff and I just want to buy it all. There's definitely something to be said for aesthetics of a firearm. That's usually what gets me too. Yeah. I, I hear you. I think I've like, I hate it when people are like, oh, you just want it because it looks cool. Yeah. 100 fucking percent. Why the fuck is that wrong? Why did you put new wheels on your car? Because they look cool. Yeah, fuck off. I don't care yep. about the rolling, like how much fucking rotating mass is on the wheels. I don't care. You None remember that those. means anything. They just look cool. That's why I bought them. Yep, 100%. 100%. Box, what do you think? You were going to ask if we remembered something. I was going to, I was, he was talking about rims. I was, those remember those spinners i knew you're gonna oh, yeah. talk about the spinners i knew it yeah they used to sell um freaking uh some of them that were weighted like so there was weight on the so bottom of them moved. Yeah. so they so it, so when the car was cruising down the road it didn't look like their the wheels were spinning they're just yeah they there. still do that with uh the center caps Oh really? So yeah, like the center cap of the wheel, they weight really heavy at the bottom. So as the wheel turns, the wheel will actually rotate like normal, but the center cap just stays. So like the logo of the brand is always. Well, that's, that's been they, that's been a thing for a long, long time though. Yeah. Since like the seventies. Yep. Didn't they sell uh, hubcap spinners as well? 
Oh yeah, of course they did at Walmart. <laughs> oh, they sold, yeah. dude. When I was manager at Advance, they sold. We sold quite a few of them. <laughs> oh, That's good sad. stuff. Good College stuff. people are stupid. Pretty much. Okay. Do we we do we go back to that question now? Sure. Yeah. I missed this question somehow. I looked right over it. I have three questions, and I looked over the longest one. Miles asked, is having a weapon-mounted light a legit concept or not? I know home defense is a must, but on a concealed carry, is it worth the hassle? Yeah, because it isn't any hassle. What do you think, Sam? Um, personally, I don't carry one. I carry a flashlight. Um, if I need to identify something, I'm, I'm going to have my flashlight out. Um, I do think, I do think that it's, you're going to have one or the other. I, yeah, I don't think you should venture out. Um, especially if you're going out at nighttime, I don't think you should venture out without a flashlight. If you're concealed carrying, um, I think that's, I, I don't want to say foolish, maybe a little bit irresponsible, um, because you're not going to respond to a bump in your house with a gun. Without a fucking flashlight. Not a light. So why would you do it in public, where there is even where where the odds are 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 much, you know, the odds are stacked against you. I mean, the the consequences are far greater. Um, well, not necessarily. There's a lot more. There's a lot more people. There's a lot more. If you have a stray bullet, if you shoot somebody that you weren't supposed to fucking shoot. So if you do it when you're in your while you're in your house, why would you do it while you're in public? Or why would you not do it while you're in public, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. You said earlier, just a minute ago, Sam, at the beginning of that, it's one or the other. I disagree with that. I would say you either have a handheld or you have a handheld and a weapon mounted light. I would say if you're carrying a gun, you always have a handheld. Oh, I would agree with that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I would. You need I would. White light. You always need white light. I don't carry a. I don't carry a weapon-mounted light. I carry a flashlight. If you have a weapon-mounted light, you should still have a flashlight, because if you need if you need to illuminate something that's not a threat, or you know, you don't know if it's a threat, you're not going to whip out your gun and freaking muzzle them. So yeah, that's a good point, Box. I guess. What did you say about Muslims? <sighs> But also, handheld does mean sacrificing control, so that's something to consider as well. Or yep. at least take, you know, definitely take that into consideration and figure out how to shoot because you're losing your support hand. Yeah, that's true. But in how many how many situations like are you gonna have to are you gonna have to illuminate something if you're out and about concealed carrying? Because when when in one in what instances are you in total darkness? Are you in it dark? It doesn't matter or, you if know, you're in total darkness. Hundred percent. No, like, it doesn't. Say there's what, a, and, say there's a street light behind your your the person you're looking at. They're gonna be in total shadow and you're not gonna be able to see who they are. Say they're wearing a hood mm-hmm. ahead of that in front of that street light, you're not gonna be able to tell who they are. Or if they're on the other side of that street light, your light's not gonna be able to get through that or you're not gonna be able to see that. There's going to be shadows, and your eyes are going to adjust to that bright light, and you're not going to be able to see them. Yeah. Um, 
there's there's give there's gives and takes gives gives and gives takes and takes what <laughs> to every that's a t-shirt to, boy to, to every situation and and uh that's that's one that i that i that's i, huh? I don't carry a weapon mounted light i carry a flashlight in my pocket and that's i know there's you know negatives to it but that's the way that i do it so well, like we said before, yes, there's negatives to it, but you should have a light regardless. As long I yeah, I think having a white light is probably the most important part of that. Like personally, I have both. I have a weapon mounted light and uh, you know, I keep a light in my pocket, but I No, I think as far as the question goes, is it like a legit thing? Yes. You need to have a white light. You need to be able to identify a threat. You need to be able to identify something before you're just going to pull the trigger on it. You're not just going to shoot into the darkness, right? So, I mean, a white light is very, very essential. Yep. Yep. So and, I and, believe that answers that. And training, like we've already said this, training mm -hmm. is essential for operating with a light i i've written down in my notes here i don't have any proof of this but i would think a weapon mounted light for someone that isn't trained with it it that greatly increases their chance of, of muzzling someone or pointing their their weapon at someone that they don't need to point their weapon at yeah just because they don't have a hand if they're that's if they're not carrying a handheld anyways they'll just go straight to their gun point their flashlight right at them because that's where they're looking. And then they, boom, have a gun in their face. The biggest thing with that, though, too, is you also have to understand that a lot of people... <laughs> oh. Sure. I, I, yeah, I understand that. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. Totes. Totes me goats. Fuck. Okay, you're back. You understand a lot of people what? <sighs> this is frustrating. I'm sorry about the. Internet. Well, you better hurry up, otherwise it's going <laughs> right. to cut out again. You've got 30 um, seconds. I <laughs> I understand that. Like, I think that a lot of people, <clears throat> when they draw in the dark, right? They are. I I don't know. I guess I don't know what's right or wrong there. Would. No. I knew he would cut out before he got to his point. <laughs> we, we, Never mind. Doesn't fucking matter. Quick, quick, make your point, and then let's no, end the fucking don't podcast. Care. It's over. <laughs> Done. Over it. Fair enough. Strongly agree, Johnson. Yep, you made a solid point. <sighs> Nailed it. Blame it on your wife. She's probably in there watching Netflix or playing Xbox or something. It's all her probably. fault. Probably. Goddamn my <laughs> wife. Okay. Well, I think we should probably end this podcast here at this point. Um, thank you, everyone that stuck around <laughs> for the duration of this of this Don show. Says good point. <laughs> Don agrees. Don agrees. Fuck. A lot of strong argument, Johnson. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, again, thank you everyone that stopped around. If you're listening to this after the fact, we do this live on Facebook, on our Facebook page, obviously, Live Short Live Free, every other Wednesday night at 8.30. If you're unaware, we have a normal podcast that is not recorded live 
that is on most major pod pa podcast providers. We are also uploading these videos to uh, YouTube, where you can find them all. And um, check out our sponsors, shyworks.com. They also have a Instagram page, Shyworks. Also, Ballistic Imagery on their Instagram at Ballistic Imagery and BallisticImagery.com. And I think that's all I have to say about that. Do I have anything else to say about that? I don't believe so. <laughs> Sam, Sam looks... <laughs> I was waiting for you to talk, Sam, and you weren't doing... You usually hand it off to me. Uh, but yeah, thanks for sticking around, guys. Uh, make sure you do your freedom thing and get your comments contributed or submitted and uh, do your part. Nobody else is going to do it for you. Um, get out and do something free. Do something uh, America. We're going to verb America. So get out in America this week. And until uh, we talk to you next time, remember, life short, live free. God bless. God bless the United States of America. I just want to end this on the fact that I'm greatly disappointed in all of you for not commenting on the ATF rules. Right. And free getting a shit. free fucking patch. Gosh, losers. Damn it, guys. All right. See you later. Defund the ATF. And repeal the NFA. <laughs>